It, it, you know, it's because of you. And you've called me before when I've been working uh, that I listen to smooth jazz. <laughs> if I'm at home, I was painting today, and I just say, hey, Google, play smooth jazz. Oh. And it starts going well, I tried to, I tried to play some smooth jazz for Bill on his birthday one day, and he's like, man, what's this going on? <laughs> Welcome to the Franklin Road Academy podcast, where we reminisce with FRA faculty, alumni, and friends as we celebrate 50 years of FRA. We're glad you're here and hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, uh, I'm Ed Zabrowski, and I'm here today with uh, Bob Chandler and Bill Whittemore. Um, and hey, Bob, you want to tell us your F FRA story? Absolutely. Well, I came here in 1992 and was here in 93 as well. Uh, went five years down the road to another school and realized I needed to come back here to Franklin Road Academy when we started having kids. This is a great place for us to have kids. But before that, I was working as a professional saxophone player here in Nashville and uh, Thought I might try teaching some school, and the opportunity came along. So since then, I've been here, I guess this is my 24th year at FRA, I believe, um, and uh, it's been great. Absolutely. have two students, uh, children, uh, David and Joseph, both graduated from here in 2017 and 2015. It's been 24 years. I think so. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So. That's crazy. Bill, what about you? Uh, my story, uh, born and raised here in, in uh, Brentwood, Nashville area, uh, known about FRA for a long time. Uh, I came here in 2008 after uh, some GA gigs in, in college and was just ready to um, uh, get back home, A1, uh, and uh, get into coaching high school has kind of been something that I, I've always thought I would enjoy doing. So um, I came in as... Uh, wherever they would take me, I was kind of the plug-and-play guy. I was uh, middle school PE, fifth and sixth. I was assistant AD. I was traffic duty in the night, in the morning, uh, night security in the evening, locking up doors. Um, so, been here for for 12 years now, and uh, done a little bit of of everything. Currently, head football coach and um, working a little bit in, in, in missions and love FRA. Uh, I got two of my three kids here currently. The other one's not quite age appropriate yet. Um, so just love the school, love being here. All right. Well, how old were you when you took the head coaching position? I was 30. 30. Interesting story. I've never told you this before, but uh, your, the first home game you coached as a head coach, uh, George and I were sitting together, as we always did at home, home games after he quit coaching. And he liked to muse about different things, and, and he looked at me and he said, you think Bill's a little young to be a head coach? <laughs> and I said, George, I was 26 when I started being the athletic director, and you were 28. How, how is he too young to do this? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. So Felt young, for yeah. sure. Uh, there was a lot of things that I had to, had to learn on, on the job, but um, had had good people around us, as, as you guys did too, and, and we made it work. Well, that's great, right? Uh, so, um, what's a typical day look like for you, Bob, well, this year? It's a little crazy, uh, but kind of like mm -hmm. uh, Bill mentioned, it's learning as you go a lot, you know, and uh, always learning, you know. And it's, I teach fifth grade through 12th grade, so I have the very beginner instrumentalist. Um, they start out, they pick an instrument, and we learn how to read the basics of music, uh, the music theory. And then we hope they'll continue on all the way through high school at least, and we get into more detailed stuff, um, deeper theory. We... Uh, form different bands outside of our band. You know, of course, we have our jazz ensemble that meets during the day. We have a guitar class that meets during the day, a middle school band that meets during the day. And out of those, we'll have a pep band and the Blue Thunder drum line. So it's busy. I mean, it's a lot of stuff, but I wouldn't change it. It's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's right. But it is a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Stay busy. And the kids are great. Yeah. 
It, and it, you know, it's because of you. And you've called me before when I've been working uh, that I listen to smooth jazz. <laughs> if I'm at home, I was painting today, and I just say, "Hey Google, play smooth jazz," oh. and it starts. Well, I tried of... to I tried to play some smooth jazz for Bill on his birthday one day, and he's like, "Man, what's this going on?" But, yeah. <laughs> All right, can about, still do it. What about you, Bill? What's it look like? Oh, typical day for me is atypical. Um, uh, that's kind of what I love about about my job is is obviously it's it's changed uh, really year to year as as I've kind of changed through, through my twelve years of, of what my roles have been. Currently, uh, I'm doing a lot of admission work. So um, this year, especially uh, given no open houses and um, no you know mass um, shadow days, there's been a ton of of people visiting and looking at our school, particularly from California. Um, and uh, so getting to know a lot of people from the West Coast this, this year. Um, what normally happens, and that has not been the case this year, is college coaches will come through uh, from a football standpoint, recruiting standpoint. I spend a lot of time with college coaches and trying to get our guys onto the next level and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, like I said, my, you know, I got a couple of study halls that I have to cover and then kind of plug in and wherever I can after, at, uh, in between those those periods. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Bob, I think you already told us what you love about FRA, but other than working with the music and band, what do you love about FRA the most? You know, I love the relationships, and that's why I wanted to bring my boys here once we started having kids. And, um, and Joseph was born in 96, and I immediately knew, you know, I want to be back at, at Franklin Road Academy. And it's relationships. You know, like the time I get to spend with Bill, uh, you know, just when he passes through, he's doing a tour, uh, or our Friday nights. You know, well, the pandemic was a little different, you know, this past fall, but uh, usually it's uh, playing the football team out with Blue Thunder Drumline and, and getting just a, you know, a hello from Bill on the way up to the stadium. It's always good, but it's the relationship. You know that they're genuine and special, and I've seen that uh, for many years now, and I love every bit of it. Well, that's, that's, that's great. Uh, what do you love about FRA the most, Bill? You know, I, th I think for me, just the, the small private Christian school is, is what drew me here. And I didn't probably know exactly what that entailed. Um, but after entering in and, and getting established here, just like Mr. Chandler just, just talked about, um, just, just the relationships that we have, uh, not only faculty, the faculty relationships are, are phenomenal, but the, the relationships that we're able to have individually with, with students, you know, the, the population is is to where we, we really can get to know our students and, and really actually be intentional with conversations around around those and watch them develop over the four years through advisory and through you know you know the the areas in which we spend most of the time it's just it's been a um a, a great ride and and to watch us kind of evolve o over time as the school continues to grow and um, build new buildings and and um uh, have new new activities that we that we that we put on and, and do and just watching everybody growing in their areas and, and working together to make a better place yeah I, I agree the relationships I mean beyond the faculty I mean mm -hmm. we're like a family mm -hmm. I mean we we overuse the word family I think <laughs> in my opinion but we are like a family <laughs> uh, when I talk to my colleagues from different schools or I'm on Twitter with some of my Twitter squad um, they're amazed that teachers here will get together off campus and me. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's just, to them, they just don't understand that. But I, I, I wouldn't want to be here if, if that wasn't the case. Um, but, but the relationships you have with the kids, um, I can't tell you how many I, emails I've gotten this, this past year asking me how I'm doing, right? And I'm thinking, man, you're the one going through all the stuff at, at school and it's been radically changed. But, but when you've made a relationship with a, with a student where they check up on you, mm -hmm. 
I mean, you know you've, you've got a connection there, and that's really great. Uh, what about a memorable moment? Uh, I know you two right here have some uh, sledding moments that you might want to talk about. <laughs> we were fortunate uh, enough to have a good snow this, this past winter, yeah, we're, for sure. We're fortunate enough to survive. To, and, we and, survive <laughs> and, and survive the, the evening, for sure. Uh, we were kind of at the hands of uh, David Tucker, actually, that evening. Was, we went out. It's probably enough said. Uh, yeah, enough right said there right the podcast, there. Yeah. Uh, but a blast, you know, getting together. You know, we didn't talk much about school. We just checked on each other and had a great time having some fun and uh uh, I wouldn't trade those for anything. Uh, your ribs doing okay? Because I heard, heard yeah, ribs are, ribs are coming back together. That's good. Still a little right here, but Bob disappeared uh, for a minute on, on, on one run. We didn't know where he went, and he made it out and kept on ticking. But but a memorable moment. You know, I, I want to. You know, I'm here, of course, with Bill and you. Uh, I just uh, at one of our pep rallies, probably five six years ago, and David Dawson had a lot to do with this, but. Uh, uh, the drum line got to be on the center of the court, and the, we were in the gym, in a big circle, and the panther was right in the middle, and the panther started the whole crowd going. Do you remember that, Sam? Yeah. With uh, being on the trash can, it was just, I just loved that in our community. I think at that point, that was a big time for us because I think we had this shift, and, and the spirit just it keeps staying strong. I right. love it. Yeah. And, and for a while there, it wasn't. I mean, we went through some rough times, right? And so, you know, over the last couple of years, it's it's back to where it was when I started here. I mean, you couldn't, when I started here, you couldn't find a room on one side of the gym during basketball games because it was filled with students. Wow. And so, so big change, but that spirit's coming back now. And I, I, I love that. Uh, you got a memorable moment, Bill? You know, for me, a lot of times when I think about that, it, it goes to football and, and hanging out with coaches and, and just the, the, the time spent. You know, obviously there's a, there's a lot of time spent there and, and just the joy that comes with all of that. Um, I, you know, my first home game that you referred to before was on the on the turf. We just got brand new turf and we played Hillsboro across across the street and obviously a bigger school and, and we won that one. So the first home game on the turf was, was a big win and my first win uh, as a coach was, was something that I always remember. You know, there's one conversation that always sticks in my head, and it was a it was a phenomenal um, word spoken by this young man, and uh, it was actually with him and Coach Ferguson, our O line coach at the time. Uh, he was going up against a, a guy that was twice his size, a lineman who wasn't really a lineman, but you know we needed him to play line, right? Which is quite often um, where we have some guys that have to play out of positions at, at times. But he said uh, he said uh, Coach Ferg told him how, how great a job he did tonight fighting off a guy that literally, I mean, 300 pounds, he was a lot bigger than he was. And he said, he looked at him in the eye and he said, coach, he wasn't going to win them all. <laughs> and I, and I get the chills every time I think about that. I just actually wrote a, a, a rec for him to get into a, um, um, a, a grad program. And, you know, that, that's one, that's one moment for me that um, reminds me our purpose and, and what we're doing, helping, helping boys mm -hmm. and, and girls uh, become men and women and, and uh, help them along the way. So that, that, that moment for me is, is something that will always stand out. And there's lots of those when you're, when you're coaching and when mm -hmm. you're working with uh, people from fifth or 12th grade. Yeah. Uh, John Pierce uh, was talking when we were doing this with him about his kids that you started out with. And he said, gosh, they were awful when they were in the fifth <laughs> grade. And he said, and then to see what they were doing when they were seniors, he said, big credit to Bob and Brenda. Yeah. And, uh, and so those, those kind of moments when you see someone really just turn, turn on 
are just awesome. Well, you know, they're awesome, and you know, we're talking about these things, and I, I'm thinking about my band kids and the kids that I teach each day. You know, it's really not um, just about the music. You know, it's about the other pieces that go along with it. So we're, like Bill said, you know, it's, it's the men and women that we're creating. So music just happens to be the tool that I've been given right. to spend, you know, during the day to work with these kids. And, you know, I just want them to be the best men and women they can be and have the most fun with them uh, in, during the school day as possible. And I know, I know that's the same for Bill because I've, I've heard him say that. I mean, it's, it's, being, it's being men first on the football yeah. team and being good people first and, and doing things right first. And then, you know, the winning will take take care of itself absolutely um and and you know one thing I'm, i want to say about bill and i haven't said this and you know get the opportunity to say this is that you do remind me on the sideline of george uh i i would not coach with anybody that was always yelling and screaming and doing all the other stuff that you see you know on tv uh george and you are very low-key you keep focused on the game things don't rattle you you just you just move on and uh so I mean, I hope you take that as a <laughs> but yeah, you do remind me of him a lot. Uh, and and I, I was hoping that Bob would tell me that his memorable moment at FRA was our drive home in the snowstorm <laughs> in, in was it two thousand ten or seven maybe? Yeah, seven. It's been a, it's been a while, but four <laughs> hours with Zav in the car. It was four awesome. and a half to get sixteen miles. Uh, I don't, and I would not have made it if Bob had not been with me. You know, that was a great point uh, at that time. For for me because I felt like I really got to know you better and we had that to talk about right after that and, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah thankful for that it was, really, uh, it was one of those you know forecasts where it's either going to be 80 or we might get six inches of snow we don't know <laughs> and so we started school and then it just man it just started coming down and, and we said okay we're going to open an hour late now we're going to open two hours late nope we're, we're calling it and so I get called to the office because my daughter has slid down the hill in Harding and her car's off to the side, so I had to go over there and get it. And I made the decision, well, Bob, let's let the traffic clear out a little bit, and then we'll go. He didn't want to take his car because his brakes weren't doing very well. And uh, it took us an hour and a half to get from the front of the school to Old Hickory Boulevard. Yeah. And uh, the whole time, I'm so frustrated in my, my Jeep. It's just sliding left and right. And, and my daughter's in the front, and Bob's in the back going, Zab, you're doing such a great job. <laughs> and it just kept me so calm. That we finally made it home. That yeah, was, that, but that was, that was fun. That was I mean, fun. in retrospect, yeah, but not, not too much in the moment. Hey there, I'm Gonzalo Gracia, class of 2021. If you are a fellow alum, join me in being part of FRA's alumni Facebook page. Here, we are able to keep up with current events on campus, as well as our own alumni events. We also can catch up with what our fellow classmates are accomplishing and find opportunities to connect. Join us at www.facebook.com slash FRA alumni. Let's see, uh, let's think about the 50th anniversary. Um, you know, what, what comes to mind, your mind when you, when you uh, hear that? Hey, we're going to celebrate the 50th year of the founding of this school. I, I think for me, it's just it's exciting to um, get people back on campus. Um, you know, it, it's amazing to me that this school's been around 50 years. But, you know, for me, it's, it's a, um, you know, a 12-year stint, right, for, for me. But just thinking back of all of the different stories that I don't know about, right, of, of where this school began and, and um, who all's come through here. And a lot of people have gone on and done great things uh, in communities and, and uh, across the country and, and globe, I'm sure. Um, 
And so just, just the opportunity to, to hear more about that. Um, and and I, th- I think it's exciting too, and kind of we alluded to a minute ago, just the growth that we've done, especially uh, in, in recent years, uh, for them to come back on campus and be able to see uh, all, all the different things that are going on and um, you know what FRA is doing now, it's, it's just an exciting moment to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And uh, you know, I think about the history of the fine arts department a lot. I think about maybe those first uh, musicals that we had, or the first bands that we had here at FRA, and uh, and the great people that were part of those, and the things that they've done. I had the opportunity just last week to talk to uh, Scott Ennis, uh, which graduated, I think, in the same class with John Pierce, in 1989, and we had a long conversation, just terrific. But he was a McDonald's All-American musician. And that is phenomenal, only two from each state. And so I, I hope to spend some time with him and some of his peers from those early days. I'm super excited. Well, good, yeah. good. You know, when, when I think about the 50th um, anniversary, it always brings back, you know, memories of my first first year here back in 1980. And uh, I was talking to some of my Twitter squad the other day. Someone else started it and they said, hey, how old? are the kids that were in your very first class, the very first year you taught. And you know, some of them, oh, 18, now 24. And I knew I was gonna win, right? So I waited <laughs> until the end and I said, mine are 59 this year. Cause I taught two senior classes uh, uh, in 1980. So I was only four years older than they are. And some of you guys haven't aged so well, I will say that. <laughs> and, 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 and maybe, too, there's something, you know, we do a great job in, in athletics and in, in music and in, in academics. But there's something about this school that affects the eyesight of our alumni because some of those kids will come back and say, Coach Zab, you haven't changed a bit. <laughs> so I, I do question whether they can actually see anymore. But uh, awesome. that, that, to me, that's, you know, uh, to be around that long and have kids that age. And they're still kids. I mean, they're 59-year-old kids to me. Um, and uh, I think about them often. And you, you were talking about a memorable moment in, 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 in the arts. Uh, I remember my first play that I saw here. Um, I, I, I was just awestruck by the talent. Um, Hal Cato was Professor Higgins, and Lisa Yance was Eliza. And uh, and the other day, uh, Lisa sent me a message. She said, you're on my heart. Um, I, I, I just want to check in on you and see how you're doing. I know you're 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 you know you want to go back to work, and I just I just wanted to see how you're doing. And uh, so I, I read that to my wife, and I said, that's from Lisa, Lisa, well, Lisa Dale Daniels now. And she said, who? And I just had to say, Eliza. And she knew exactly who it was. So Hal Cato is Professor Higgins, and, and, and Lisa is Eliza. It's just, you know, they were just so, so talented. And, and, and you're right. I mean, we've had a lot of changes in, in over the years in, in the arts, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's always been just spectacular. Well, and I'll say this too, Zeb, is, is you know, there's, there's a lot of faculty that are still here because they love what this school stands for and, and, and what they, you know, are able to give but also receive uh, at, at working at FRA. And so I, I would think for, to come back to a school and be able to still see um, teachers that invested in me and that I um, in, enjoy spending time with to come back and see them uh, would be, you know, priceless and, and something that's, I think, special here because I don't think that happens everywhere. Right, right. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, so well, you've already touched on it, but Bob, what, what makes you excited about FRA's future? You know, I, I get so much energy from the folks that are on this campus. Uh, the teachers that have joined us maybe over the past three or four years, the staff that have joined us, you know, they are really um, 
you know, they encourage me without saying a word to be better. You know, I love how the kids respond to them. I love it. You know, our students are excellent and really plugged in to, um, to our faculty. You know, it's just, that's exciting to me. I think 10 years down the road, you know, we're going to keep on seeing rewards. What about you, Bill? Yeah, it, it, you? it's hard for me to, to dream too far in the future because I, I just uh, I have no idea what that looks like. Um, but, but super excited. Again, just I kind of alluded to just what all is happening here currently in, in, uh, at FRA. And, and so um, excited about what's to come. For, for me, you, you know, when I, when I took over the program and came to FRA football-wise, you know, we, we hovered around the, the, the 20s. Um, and, and some of the teams I know that you, that you guys coached previous, there, there's, um, uh, you know, 25 to 29 is not, not doesn't make for a um, potentially a, a very strong football program. I know you're able to, to win it in, in 91, but just to watch it evolve, you know, last year we had 53 on the team. And so I, I'm just excited about it. I also got a completely new staff uh, on our team. So just excited about pouring into to those guys and developing redeveloping kind of the culture that I think we've we've had here for, for a number of years and just watching the program continue to grow and and the schools growing right that's that's obviously a part of the product of, of numbers in, in, in my domain particularly but uh, just watching the school continue to grow and uh, evolve and, and uh, spread their wings I mean it's just it's just an ex exciting um, time to be here and and exciting for the, for the future and even next year to, to break through kind of this mold of mask and, and, and COVID and, and really get back to normal and get back to and, and re-energized into, into what we can become. All right, great. And dis disclaimer about the 91 team, there were 52 kids. On the team. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did a lot with uh, 19 and 20 at times, but uh, no, it takes a bunch of horses to win that state championship. Uh, how, you, you've already touched on this as well, um, but give me one example of something that happened at FRA that just made you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's appropriate for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so keep it clean, Bob. Keep it clean. No, you know, I, you know, I, I think about Miss Jewel all the time. You know, and she makes me laugh. She's just so much fun to work with, and you know, our offices have been right next door, and we've shared so many trips. I mean, I just can't tell you how many times she's made me laugh. You know, we've done California together. We've been to New York City, um, Disney numerous times, and you were on one of those trips with us as well. Two. 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 Two oh. to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. It would have been three, except uh, somebody higher up took my spot and took his wife. Oh, I mean, yes. I do remember Mr. Harris going on a trip with us. Yes. But, you know, just you know, Miss Jewel makes me laugh all the time. And uh, it's so much fun. So. Yeah, just, I mean, to me, it's just, it's just being around our faculty. Everybody comes to work happy, you know, and everybody's got a ton going on and, and stress if we if we make it into that but just um just the relationships and, and being able to smile and laugh you know there's one there's a lot of things that come to mind again trying to um filter this through to, to make sure um you know this is this is okay to say but a, a safe one for me uh would be one year we got uh new helmets and i remember um uh coach ferguson coming out uh busting into the locker room with his shirt off which uh you can't even really tell his shirt's off from all the uh, grayness that is all over his upper body, um, but ha had the helmet on and just ran wild. We had a dummy set up right in the middle of the, of the locker room, and he runs in there and tackles it and spins over, rolls over it, and 
I mean, everybody was on the floor laughing. And so, you know, there, there's a lot of moments like that. But for me, that's that's one that um, for some reason <laughs> I can't quite get out of my head. <laughs> Yeah, and there's probably a lot among football coaches that you probably can't say. There's a few. Yes. Yeah. Um, how's M uh, FRA impacted your life, Bob? Well, you know, it, uh, I chose to bring my family here, you know, and it is a big part of who we are. You know, both of our boys graduated from here, and, and you know, I spent a lot of time here. And I love every minute of it. So this is kind of what we do. So and that was a co commitment made at the very beginning because we love the place. You know, we love those relationships we talked about. All right. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, for me, you know, I, I go spiritual, really. Um, you know, I, I committed my life um, in high school, uh, but it was, you know, it was a journey, right? And, and I, I didn't start making the strides that I was always hoping to make and probably until I got to FRA. Um, and I think that's... A product of our faculty for sure but um, just hearing the word of, of Christ every day in, in, in convocation and, and um, it, it's helped me dive in deeper to my own story but also it's also helped me change kind of my paradigm of how I filter the the coaching world in the in the, in the athletic world of you know again we've alluded to it a little bit but just um, making that the, the, the priority, you know, win, winning is important. And when we all strive for that, that's the goal. But the purpose of this whole thing that we do, um, teach coach is, is, um, to transform lives. Uh, and so FRA for me has helped me understand, uh, my purpose. All right. Uh, what about uh, relationship with alumni? You mentioned Scott Ennis a little while ago. Um, have you learned anything from any of the alums after they've left? And, and, and if you had the opportunity to, to say something to them, what would it be? Well, I'll start with the end in mind there. Uh, first off, I'd say I'm proud of you. You know, it's been really neat to watch uh, people, you know, Melody Malone, you know, uh, you know the, the things she's done with the Passion Conference, uh, her songwriting, just tremendous. You know, I, I've learned that you just work hard and you do, do the best you can do and great things usually come as a result. Um, you know, we have some, some wonderfully talented students that have graduated from here. Oh, that's for sure. What did you say, Bill? Yeah, I, th I think for me, I just love seeing them come back on campus. Um, you know, I, I very rarely would, would return to, to my high school. Um, and if it was, it was probably just for a game or something. But to see so many, so many students that return, even during the school day, you know, they'll come around with their, you know, visitor badge, right? They're visitors now, but um, there's so many, there's so many students that come back just to see um, teachers. You know, the students have all, all gone and, and even, you know, students that have been gone for three or four years who don't even really know people in the high school anymore uh, are returning to campus because this place meant so much to them. Uh, and so, you know, for me, that's a, that's a reminder of our role in this thing. And, and so, you know, we, we have a, um, a role daily and the opportunity daily to, to impact that. And so uh, I love just getting them back on campus and just checking in and, and understanding or, or beginning to understand kind of their journey as they, as they left here and, and what they're, what they're doing these days. And, and um, like Mr. Bob just said, I mean, just um, it's amazing what they're accomplishing when, when, when they leave here and, and how, how well FRA is preparing them um, to, to be in, in college and, um, in the real world, and so, you know, I'm just love hearing hearing their stories, um, and you know, kind of alluded this too, but you know, more to come, right? right. Um, um, 
and just excited to, to watch watch them as they come back. Even even currently, there's things that are new this year that weren't there this year, that weren't there last year, or obviously years before. And so just getting them back on campus and, and sharing them, sharing some of our stories as as they've been going and here and there is is something that I, I love seeing and doing. And I like uh, I like watching them. Um, grow up. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. social media, something we didn't have back in, back in my day, uh, and, and watch their children growing up and, and, and seeing that. And I'm going, wow, you know, I taught that kid algebra one and, you know, he's got three kids and <laughs> beautiful wife and, and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, I'm, I'm not going to point them out, but I do have one alum that's already a grandfather. Um, and I don't want to embarrass them on, on air here, but, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of neat as, as well to know that you've known somebody since they were preteen, um, and 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 now they're you know contributing members of society, raising great kids, and 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 some sending their kids here. I mean that's a real testament to the school. Sure. Um, you know I can't tell you. I guess for the last ten years uh, I've taught maybe a minimum of five kids a year whose parents mm-hmm. I taught. You know, and, and and that's just that's been really weird. Um, sometimes the the nut doesn't fall far from the tree, um, but um, I, I always said that the first time a, a student raises his hand and says, "Hey, Coach Zab, you taught my grandfather," that's when I quit. I mean, you know, I'm just I'm dropping the mic and leaving the room right then. Um, well, Zab, I, I love that. You know, you're talking about these students that are now friends. For life, right? Basically, right. they are. I mean, you, you've you created a relationship with them early on, of that student teacher, and then they leave and they become your friend for life, and they're thankful for that yeah. for you and you for them as well. And then you know they catch up to you in age. It's it's amazing. <laughs> uh, and I, I will tell you this um, um, too. This is how uh, two young men uh, uh, affected me when they were here. Um, uh, you know, of course, uh, we had our first son, named him David. That was after a, a friend of mine in high school and, and a college coach. Um, um, but when um, Kathy was pregnant with our second, uh, on, on neither one did we want to know what gender it was until they were born. But we were sure we were having a, another son. And, um, uh, and Kathy was all on board with this. His name was going to be John Sterling. Zabrowski after John and Sterling Ambrose. I mean, what great kids. Mm. And then out comes a little girl, and we had done nothing about girl names. And when the doctor said, well, what's, what are you going to name her? The only thing I could think of was my sister's name. So we said <laughs> Anna Marie. So, so Anna Marie could have been John Sterling, but, yeah. but uh, we're, we're so fortunate to have had Anna Marie. She's, uh, she's great. But anyway, yeah, they were, they were great people. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for today. I want to thank uh, uh, my good friends Bob Chandler and Bill Whittemore uh, for being here with us today and taking uh, some time out of their busy day. And uh, thank you very much, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Franklin Road Academy podcast. Make sure to follow us on our social media accounts. And for more information on our 50th anniversary celebrations, head to www.franklinroadacademy.com slash 50.